0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amithen, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Well, we have reached the precious second hour of Kelly and Rumia, and this time the title of the show stands true because kelly mcdonald's back i had lots of fun with grant hardy in the first hour i'm rummy then kelly uh you heard the hour yes you heard yeah, what we and went he explained through to me uh <laughs> he
0: explained to me over the break that you know now as he settled back he said you know grant and rummy doesn't sound bad so there you go yeah ah uh, i wonder what it's like i, to be I don't know if he told you to that, stay home.
1: it's nice grant and rummy and grant yeah no, either way. We no, can no, play don't around try with to the stuff.
0: No? Needs a guest. Don't be rude. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. You're, I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say alphabetical, but that doesn't work out in my favor either. Oh no, no, no. Mm, it doesn't. No.
0: But, yes, and yes, yes. I heard your Billy story that you're still reeling from. Yeah,
1: it's scary because you were like, yeah, and you know, just very nonchalant yeah. reaction to that.
0: I've heard the story. I remember I remember when that all happened. Oh,
1: I see. This is I your remember second him going to around. the
0: auction to to buy, oh no, probably third or fourth or third. 300 He's we we've talked to bill about that for years i always okay. used to ask him how comfortable is that uh woman's bed that you uh, bought at the auction <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's bill, good it's we good. get to know
1: bill just a little more every uh time we talk to him don't well,
0: we? well and you know the truth of the matter is the spirit of the woman still there
1: oh god okay well, we we did not sign up to be this frightened after Halloween, but I guess or morbid. it's morbid or regardless. this morbid or, or this anything. <laughs> so let's move on to the kitchen, shall we? That won't be haunted conversation. Yeah, well, Mary
0: on. loves that we're bringing this up first.
1: Mary Mammalidi, let's go.
2: If you're like me, the kitchen is your favorite room in the house. I'm Mary Mammalidi here with a handful of goodies from my kitchen, including food trends, cooking tips, and of course, some delicious recipes.
1: Mary, please promise that you're not going to bring up any similar content on this uh, segment. How are you? Absolutely not. It's all food, fun, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And and bold (laughs) enough, but still in the kitchen. Uh, So you're sharing ways to become a better cook and take your food from bland to bold. I love this statement.
2: (laughs) I am because I mean, I want everyone to to understand cooking is a skill that improves and develops over time with practice. No one is a fabulous cook from day one. You know, I had a few successes, a ton of fails, and I didn't want you to struggle and get frustrated the same way I did. So I wanted to share some simple and effective ways to amp up those meals. Mm. I want you to Mare, turn were, up. Mare, were, the, your, were your yeah.
0: failures because you were just being too, um, Striking out too far. Not saying that it, people shouldn't be ambitious, but do you think you were biting literally off more than you could chew, or just those little oops? I since I like garlic, I guess that was a bit too much. But those those well, little mishaps. I think mishaps it was a combination.
2: Like yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was a combination where sometimes I would think, okay, oh, well, these would taste great together. Once I put it together, mm-mm, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay. You know, so it was a little bit of experimenting and a lot of. Um, not having enough on hand in my pantry before I start cooking, before I do anything, Uh, because then I try to make adjustments and you're making these adjustments along the way, right? So you're kind of adjusting the recipe and it really doesn't work out. So that's why I wanted to kind of start with some staple um, pantry items, and even in your spice drawer, which I thought would be really helpful, right? So like to turn up the flavor on any meal, use herbs and spices. There's more to seasoning than salt and pepper. I mean, I love a little gold salt, a little salt and pepper, but using herbs, it can definitely transform any meal. So, in addition to salt and pepper, keep these seven dried spices always stocked in your spice drawer or your pantry. Mm -hmm. First one basil. Basil, honestly, you can use it in soups, stews, chilies. It's delicious. Little goes a long way. You could use as much or as little as you want. Um, Just whenever you use dry spices, put it in in the palms of your hands or even the tips of your fingers. Run your hands together as it kind of sprinkles into the bowl or into the pot because it releases those flavors, those, those oils from it. Garlic. So garlic powder. Add it to almost anything savory. It's great to have on hand. Oregano
1: uh Mary, sprinkle it on, yeah garlic versus garlic salt do you prefer garlic powder just because we can then control the salt oh, level or is there incorrect. reasons yeah, yeah. okay yeah,
2: that's why i do Better it i you. do it so i can yeah. control the salt mm. fair okay yeah. Oregano. i mean you can always mix it yourself but if you want the two together but honestly it's just it's a little easier for me because i get to to tamper that to kind of work with the salt that i like Right. time I absolutely love thyme. Put it in salad dressings, pork, chicken, lamb, fish, duck, even veggies. It's great with almost everything. So definitely have some dry thyme in your uh, spice drawer.
1: And dry chili oregano. Powder. Sorry, I think we just skipped over yeah. that a bit.
2: Oh, dry oregano. Sprinkle it on salads, pasta, soups. It's lovely to have.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, chili powder. Chili powder is great. Use mm. it anywhere you want to add a bit of a kick. So spice up chilies, stews, soups, meats. Even beans. A little goes a long way. You can add as little as or as much as you want, but don't overdo it. And chili <laughs> powder is a
1: taste. combination of dried and uh, crushed spices, right? Compared Absolutely. to dry chili flakes. Okay.
2: Absolutely. And a lot of what I'm mentioning here to keep on hand is what's used in making your own homemade chili powder. Mm-hmm. So it's great to have all these spices. And then if you run out of chili powder, you can make your own crushed red pepper flakes so these they can be Mm added they can add a touch of you know like excitement to any dish sprinkle them over pizzas pastas um even scrambled eggs it gives that instant flavor boost
0: yeah i like it there the the eggs because i find sometimes when i i cook with it with on something meat or whatever Mm -hmm. mm, but like you say in these applications it gives the bold it gives the hot if you like a little hot because i think for I find them hotter than I originally ever thought they were in the sense of, oh, they do give you a little more, ah, kick there. And it, it's interesting, it but does. I do love the idea of the eggs when you think about it, along with, you know, one of your your hotter sauces.
2: It does. I mean, we actually, Frank and I, we grow our own, we dry them, and then we turn it into chili flakes. They are so spicy. So you got a little, <laughs> really does go a long way, because we mix a whole bunch up together. Uh, but it really does add that little boost of something. And then there's And then there's uh, cumin. Cumin, you toast whole seeds, use it ground in dishes. Honestly, it accentuates the sweetness of root vegetables, like carrots, beets. Try adding it to vegetable and bean stews. It's delicious. Grilled tofu, um, a little sprinkle on beef and lamb. It's also really nice. And here are a couple of bonus ones that I want you to add into the mix. Nutmeg, ginger, and cinnamon. They're also great to have on hand and stocked in your spice store.
0: Nice, nice. I'm still back stuck on your lamb. I'm <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> cause I love that. Oh my gosh. And and the, oh yeah, for
1: sure.
2: Yeah, and I I think I'm gonna add in a little bit of, have you ever tried adding citrus or vinegar? To any of your dishes?
1: Most of the time, yes.
2: Yeah. Right?
0: Probably more vinegar than citrus, even though I I like citrus lightly for certain.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, okay, so here's how to tell. If you take a bite of food and then you thought to yourself, that needs a little bit of pizzazz. So what it needs is really a touch of acid. So either from citrus or from vinegar. Mm. So adding right. acid to a dish, it'll instantly brighten it up, give it life, and then even maybe some savory foods, they benefit. That little touch of brightness of the acid. So try adding a little red wine vinegar to a beef stew. It's delicious. Um, lemon juice to mayonnaise, uh, min- or minced pickled minced pickled onions. Say that three times fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> add some lemon to um, a bean salad. It's delicious. So acids, especially citrus, are best when they're added, and I want you to remember this at the end of cooking, because you get that burst of of uh, brightness. Um, Mayor, the
0: cinnamon, I'm still, I just want to drop back there because yeah. of the use of it. I mean, you have to be pretty liberal, I would say, with most of, if you're, especially if you're adding it not to something, because I think I associate it so much with mainly sweet. If you try trying on other things, yeah.
2: Yeah, you can, definitely. But again, a little goes a long way. Always start right. off with a little and then work your way. Uh, uh, taste as you go because you want to make sure that you're adding enough and always flavor to your taste buds, to what you enjoy and what you like.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause cloves and cinnamon, so start... awesome combo, no matter yes. what you kind of, whether it's a, a sweet or whether it's like meat or something too, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think, absolutely. um,
1: With acid, Mary, what I've experienced is you're right with the touch of acid. Obviously, you're right. But, I mean, I've experienced Mm -hmm. what you're talking about with that it needs something, and then that something ends up being acid. The problem is I've also tried foods where, like, there's just way too much acid. And I'm like, ugh, this is what it's like to have, you know, vinegar added to things. And then that has scared me from adding any bit of it at all. But we're getting better. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, try a little bit and you'll notice I, taste it even if you're making a bean salad
2: taste it before right. you use that right. little bit of acid and then just squeeze about half a lemon over top mix mm. it yep. up and then taste it again you'll notice it's it's got this different level of uh, mm. brightness to it and um fish and you can it get really away does with make more a of difference it,
0: but the salad or like you say bean salad there there you really notice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um does it make a difference a lot mayor if you cook your protein right from the refrigerator or let it come to room temperature
2: okay so absolutely does make a difference so i'm suggesting that you temper your protein now normally when you hear the term tempered cooking it's when you're baking and adding something hot to eggs but it's also important to do it with your proteins you want to do this before you're cooking. So leave your protein out on the count for about 10 to 15 minutes. It's just to take off that little chill, right? So then tossing cold protein into a hot skillet, it causes it to seize, which then results in a tough steak or a tough cut of meat. So leaving it out for a little bit, it helps that protein cook more evenly and it keeps it tender and juicy. I want to add also, if you want to get a sear, like that sear, nice crispy sear on your steak, dab your Mm. protein, with dry paper towel it's to remove any of that excess moisture because before you add it to the hot skillet what'll happen is if you add that moisture that that steak with the moisture on it to the skillet it'll steam it instead of sear it right so you want to get a nice yeah. crisp sear it's it's definitely necessary to move any of that moisture so searing protein it seals in and helps keep all of those
1: wonderful tasty juices inside and that's why you want to sear it yeah uh, what's the quickest last tip you can give us?
2: Uh, nuts. If you're adding nuts to a dish, uh, it's an easy way to add texture, complexity, of flavor, but I want you to toast the nuts. Make It makes them a little nuttier. It
1: amplifies their natural flavor and it gives you that crunch. It's always fun. Delicious. Okay, we're gonna have to leave the cheese on the table, but this is awesome. Thank you. Good
0: idea. I'll get to it before yeah. if it's left on the table, guys. So there I you go.
1: I already feel like a bolder chef, Mary. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So Thank you. Or more bold. All right. Bolder, more bold. <laughs> Either way. Now that we're questioning it, we seem less. Sounds bold. like something oh. from a.
0: Sounds like something from a Netflix show. More bold.
1: <laughs> more bold. Thank <laughs> you, Mary. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Mary Mammoliti of Kitchen Confession. If you go to kitchenconfession.com, you'll find recipes, discussions, uh, links to her blog posts, and she's everywhere. She's on Instagram and wherever else you want to find her. Also, search for Kitchen Confession on your favorite podcast platform if you want to hear some of the fantastic discussions she's had with guests in the past. Um, After the break, we're talking to Laura Bain from Halifax, and she wants to talk to us about education for blind and partially sighted youth in Nova Scotia. There's some recent changes that have taken underway uh, as well in uh, Nova Scotia. So we'll discuss all that and more with her on Kelly and Ramya.
0: Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner.